0: hey what's happening everybody welcome back to answering questions from reddit and welcome back to mental health casual i'm your host lucky and today we're going over to another subreddit that has to do with mental health and getting our reactions to some of this stuff so we're going back to the ptsd subreddit i think ptsd is a very important thing to kind of go over just because i feel i, I think it's a little bit more in the common category, like depression, anxiety, and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, it's it, it can be really tough. Also, hmm, it's hard to hmm, it's hard to what would you say? It, it's hard to like determine how you know much somebody is, I guess, accustomed to something. Or right. it's hard to tell how somebody re- will react to certain traumas. You know what I mean? Like, dude, somebody can be completely fine after having like a traumatic car accident i mean maybe not completely fine but they don't they don't get diagnosed with ptsd but somebody could have a rough childhood and still have complex ptsd or something like that like it's very difficult to deal with so yeah it's pretty uh, it can be pretty tough let me check this one out this one's a pretty interesting Title right here. Anyone else's partner left them after revealing their trauma. My boyfriend now ex broke up with me the other night after I told him that I ran into uh, the man who sexually abused me throughout my childhood. When I went to my hometown, I didn't ask for comfort. I just wanted to be transparent and texted to let him know what happened and how I was feeling. I told him he didn't have to do any, do or say do anything or say anything. But that it was really jarring seeing the man again after uh, so many years. I've actively I've actively been in therapy and been taking medication for the last two point five years uh, two and a half years. I've told him about my trauma before and what happened. He was aware. He told me that, he told me that hearing about his uh, this run-in made him realize that if we become more serious or get married in the future, that my trauma would become his problem, and he, and he doesn't want to be a part of that. I asked for so little of, of, uh, from him. He had been upset that I don't open up to him as much literally the week before, so I tried to open up and let him in, and he broke up with me over it. I feel so helpless. I can't control what happened to me, and he basically left me because of the trauma, if it was currently affecting the relationship or if I was mentally in a bad place or not taking treatment, I could have understood. I could have understood. But it feels it feels like he left me purely over the fact that it happened to me, and this is a part of my life. I feel so disgusted with myself. I just wish all over again that the abuse didn't happen to me. Has anyone else been in this position? um not exactly but i definitely you know i definitely broke up with my first girlfriend because of the crazy shit that was going on dude i was just too sporadic dude if anything i i definitely <laughs> if anything she definitely lucked out with that breakup because i kind of just bro- brought that shit up even though maybe at first it was sad I, it seems like she's doing pretty well now i haven't really i don't have her on facebook or anything like that but i'm sure she's doing pretty well right now and you know my depression and anxiety definitely was a big part of that relationship you know i mean i got diagnosed with all that shit and i went to the hospital maybe so we got together in like wait maybe like march or something like that i think it was like march and by june i was in the fucking hospital you know what i'm saying so that's like march april june you know uh, <laughs> i'm sorry march april may june jesus christ uh <laughs> so in like th- the span of three or four months i was already in there and we i was dealing with that shit so Like, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, great. She was very understanding and God bless her for that. But yeah, it was, it was pretty tough for me. Um, And it was pretty tough on our relationship. So I definitely understand the, the idea of your mental health, taking a strain, uh, taking the strain on your relationship. Now this is, that's a pretty fucked up thing. I want to look at it from the boyfriend's view as well, though, Um, just for a quick second and then tell you why that's complete bullshit. But maybe he was looking more at the trigger. This is a little bit of a devil's advocate thing. Um, but maybe he was looking at the trigger, the fact that you were triggered by this person. Um, maybe he saw that and it was like, "Oh, this will never end. This is never going to end." And people that aren't aware of trauma or don't or don't have like any, oh, what would you say? They don't have any like they don't have any like uh, knowledge of what trauma really is or what PTSD is and all that kind of stuff. It can be kind of tough for them to to handle this. You know what I mean? It can be really tough for them to to see their significant other going through that and being like, oh, wait, this is going to happen over and over again. Um, but from the flip side, I mean, he, it was a dickbag move. It was, it was a complete douchebag move, you know, to say, oh, you don't open up to me. And then you open up and he's like, oh, pfft, fuck. I mean, it was almost like you were set up. You know what I mean? It was almost like he wanted to hear the worst of it just so he could determine whether or not uh, to leave you, which I don't think that's what he did. But, you know, it it. I think if anything, he was just surprised and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it just be hmm, just be careful because it's always tough. And not by the way, I love full. I completely agree with full transparency. By the way, Um, like my next relationship, I have to let them know right away. Listen, I was hospitalized. I mean, granted, I think this podcast and this YouTube channel kind of may kind of bring like it's like, hey, go watch my YouTube channel and you'll figure out. I'm not gonna fucking explain this to you. You know, I don't. I don't need to fucking tell you all that shit um but yeah full transparency i think is good and i think it's good to get it over with in the beginning of the relationship not saying that the these people didn't do that um but yeah i mean there's nothing you can do in that situation you know just move on and try and find somebody that will be there for you no i'm I'm not saying put your trauma in your fucking profile you know what i mean oh i was sexually abused and all this stuff No, no 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 you can you can talk about that during like while you guys are together okay um you know that's you know, don't, don't, don't worry about that. You know, (laughs) you can, you can get to that in some uh, future post. but yeah, your boyfriend was a little bit of a dick for doing that. Um, I, do I blame him? No, not exactly. But for the way that he, he conducted himself, I think that was, that was complete. Uh, first off, you don't have to worry that way. Second, or first off, he didn't, uh, it, it was almost like he just, it was almost like that was a straw that broke the camel's back but he didn't really tell you that you know what i mean so yeah it seems like he's been harboring that for a while if you know and he just never told you about it but anyway uh, let's go to the next post do any of y'all experience hyper vigilance in this way i seem to experience it almost like the world is amplified and movements are laser focused on like a car could drive by and my eyes will track along with it super smoothly almost as, as if i have like supervision or like sounds may become very selective and seem louder and get more clear if I'm walking through a crowd or of people, it's like I'm honed in on each person as they go past. Um, I don't have PTSD, but I know what you're talking about. I've, I've done this before where all of a sudden, like, I'll hear something. I'll be like, what was that? Like, I'm very, very, um, you know, I'm one of those people that, uh, you know, if I hear a bump in the night, I'm, I'm laser focused on it. I'm like, what was that? Let me make sure. Okay. It doesn't seem like there's anything crazy. Um, uh, like, you know, I, I'm hyper focused on like the sound of car alarms or, you know, anything like that. Um, you know, anything like that. So, you know, when we are, when we're talking about like hypervigilance, like, you know, when I was talking to Luke Roberts, right. The firefighter from Australia who had PTSD from the bushfires, right. There was a lot of that hypervigilance for him as well. You know, he had a lot of hypervigilance as well. And that, uh, that took a toll on him as well. Um, and he says he still kind of has it uh, from what I remember, but yeah, I, I definitely get that. And so for, for me at least, I, 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 definitely see where this is coming from where it's like, Oh man, this is, uh, you know, something, something crazy happens to you. And so now you're hyper-focused on everything, right? Because you're still in that, you're, you're still in that war zone, so to speak. That's probably not a great terminology for PTSD, but you know what I'm saying? You're still in that situation. You're still in that fight or flight mode because even, after the trauma, it's post-traumatic, right? Like you still have that stress of the trauma in that post uh, way. So I'm sure it's not super um, uncommon or anything. in fact, that just sounds like hypervigilance. Um, let's see, uh, reporting sexual assault. I was orally raped when I, uh, while I was extremely drunk. I finally found the courage to report it to the police, but then I found this article about a 16 year old who was orally raped while being drunk. The judge said that it wasn't rape because she was drunk. I lost all courage, my courage to report it to the police. No, definitely report it. Um, you know, listen. It, 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 also, you'd have to look at a uh, where that judge is. Was that was that the same judge that you're going to get? Probably not, or anything like that. You know, um, it's tough though. You, you sh- okay. Let me think about a tiptoe around this. Make sure that you report things right after they happen. Don't don't wait. Do not wait. I'll, I'll say that like one more time do not wait to report things um report them immediately you know what i mean you have to report these things immediately um as soon as possible because the longer you wait the more it's going to seem like you were an opportunist and trying to do this or you know something like that you have I, I, listen this is, this is me trying to victim blame it's not me trying to say anything you have to be um you, you have to be uh, quick on this because g- guess what? You know, that other person is going to be pretty quick with an alibi and all that kind of stuff. or He's going to be pretty quick with a story. You know what I mean? Um, so you need to go into that as fast as possible, you know, whether you're raped um, so they can get a rape kit. You know what I mean? Um, sorry, I've been watching a lot of forensic files lately and that shit's fucking... <laughs> and if you take a shower after you get raped, then you're you're washing away the evidence of what happened to you. So, um, it, and it's a fucked up situation. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like it, it's not, uh, you know, oh, like, you know, keep your cool. No, no, no. I'm not saying keep your cool. I'm just saying, just make sure that, because if you want this guy caught, you're, you're helping the detectives by keeping that shit in there. Now with oral, uh, rape, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I, I don't like, I, I don't know how long DNA would stay in that. I, I'm assuming that this woman was forced to give fellatio, um, That's, that's my guess. Um, so yeah, but, um, you know, and, but I don't think being drunk gives anybody the right to, to hurt you or anything like that. But that's one of the reasons why I stopped getting drunk was because dude, it's just not worth it to be that, um, in that state, man, It, it just doesn't hurt. It really doesn't help to be in that state where you're completely vulnerable. You know what I mean? especially as a woman um i i like generally man i don't think women i don't think women should get drunk unless there's a bunch of women around her i i really i i know that sounds really like in like old school or something like that and you might be like oh but she deserves to be fair and all that stuff well still there's there are fucking wolves out there sometimes man and getting drunk in front of wolves is not the, exactly the best idea me getting drunk in front of wolves uh made me one of the wolves you know what i'm saying like you know there were definitely times where i fucking tried to pick fights with people and all that kind of shit and like listen i i don't think anybody should get blacked out drunk i d- I just don't think it's a good idea in general i don't think anybody should get drunk like completely blacked out drunk if you want to get buzzed that's fine if you want to have a good time that's fine but if you can't remember the night before or you can't uh you can't vouch for yourself anymore i just think it's overboard man It just my opinion and like i said i'm not trying to victim blame here i just i'm just saying this is a general rule for people. Uh, be careful about how much alcohol you drink. Be careful of what drugs you take. Be careful of any of that shit. And be careful what company you're in when you're taking those things. Okay? So anyway, let's go over to the next uh, post over here. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can take of this dissociation and not being present. I'm just fed up and unbelievable. Oh, actually, going back to that uh, last post, good luck to that girl. I, I Like I said, go to the police. Go tell them what happened. Okay? Just let them know. Uh, I'm just fed, okay, so this is the next post. I'm just fed up and unbelievably tired, and I have no one in my personal life that I can say to that to other than the therapist. And my therapist has been with been with me for seven years, but I should be getting better, but I'm not. I don't know what to do. been inpatient, doing outpatients. I'm medicated, but I see no end and I'm constantly dissociated and not in the zoned out way in the way my in the my brain isn't processing anything and it's gone, and I totally forget what happens during the day and I'm on autopilot. I just I'm just tired. Yeah, disassociation is is pretty tough to deal with because you're just disso- disassociating with everything, right? Um, you know when you're when you're disassociating, you are you know um, you're you know you're going throughout the day and like 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 they said, right? You're on autopilot. You know when you're disassociating with stuff, and it's almost you know I, I'm not gonna say. Because I had some of this when I was younger, Um, sorry, when I was first going through like the hospital and all that stuff. I just didn't want to live life, you know what I mean? So you kind of you wish that you could put it go on cruise control, and so your body does too. (laughs) You know, as incredible as that sounds, it fucking does. Uh, And so you know, all of a sudden you're going through life, and dude, there's some parts of my life where I don't really don't remember too much of it. Like my years from 18 to 19, I remember specific parts of it, but not very much of it. You know what I mean? And, you know, especially when I was smoking weed, like, oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, if you want to talk about disassociating, man, like that drug will disassociate you from everything, Um, you know. So whenever you're um, whenever you go through these things, I think mm, I, I don't want to say this is the end all be all. But I think this answers a lot. This answered a lot of my questions when I first started doing this YouTube channel and doing the podcast and then doing all my other obligations was once I found my why it changed everything like all of a sudden i didn't want to die all of a sudden i didn't want to um what would i say i I, all of a sudden i didn't take life for granted anymore i actually wanted to live life you know what i mean um you really have to deal with those things you know you really have to figure out um, you really have to figure out what you're here for, man. And, you know, I, I, I know that's a really cliche thing. Like we're all here for a reason and all that kind of stuff, but I really can't st- can't stress it enough when, you know, when we die prematurely, man, that's, that's potential loss to the, to the world, you know, of a potential doctor, potential, I don't know, maybe you could have helped somebody, maybe you could have done this. You just, you never would have known if you never know, right. Because all of a sudden, you know, it, well, it's like you you never would have known because now you're gone. You know what I mean? And that's a scary thought for, for me. You know what I mean? Um, and so now, you know, now I'm definitely very aware of, you know, my, lo- my life and the people that I'd be leaving behind, all that stuff. But before, when I didn't have a Y, man, I had no idea. You know, I was living life on autopilot for the most part. And, you know, the minute I... The only time it didn't go on autopilot was when I was at the fucking uh, bars. And then once I got blacked out, it was back on autopilot, you know, <laughs> in a different way. So, yeah, that I, I can definitely um, understand that disassociativeness, uh, disassociation, right? Uh, let's go over to the next post. Pretty, pretty heavy stuff here. I can't even describe how much I want to kill myself right now. It's all that I can think about. Every thought ends with suicide. I don't want to be here. I don't even know how to put into words how strong the urge to just fucking die is at the moment. It's overwhelming. The only reason I haven't is because I don't have a viable way to do it. That doesn't leave me with a good chance of surviving. I want to kill myself more now than when I actually did attempt suicide. I want to die so completely that my eyes are welling up with tears of pure frustration as I type this. I wish I had a gun. Because I know people uh, are going to suggest it, assuming I don't, I already exercise daily, eat healthy, have hobbies, take medication. It does nothing. Yes, I've tried others, been through dozens at this point to no effect. I've been going to therapy for years on steadily declined in that time so it's not helping either and yeah I've changed therapists too and uh and I'm not interested in taking psychedelics cuz I've had a fucking awful experience on those that put me in a hospital that put me in the hospital and I never want to go anywhere near them again and weed gives me psychosis so not an option either I just want to die I don't care about my future I don't care if I might get better uh, if i was going to get better one of the things i've tried would have helped even just a bit i have no one to miss me i just want there to be nothing i just want i uh, just want to be gone and my sent uh, sentience to be snuffed out none of this is worth uh, worth it i want to die well that's a pretty it's a lot of tough stuff i mean i don't know what to say to this because i don't know you i don't know you personally i don't know where you're coming from um i'm sure there are people who would miss you i'm sure the people of this reddit post would miss you Um, but you know, listen, there is, there there is something to say about things that just aren't working. You know, there, dude, there are some people, I even remember seeing a lot of people in the hospital where just nothing worked. I mean, I remember one person eventually ended up doing like that electrotherapy, uh, method and even that barely dude, this guy, and this guy would run like five to six miles a day. He would do all this stuff and it was just super, like still super depressed. You know what I mean? Um, and listen, I am not gonna pretend that I know what the answer is to your situation, but I guarantee that if you live, you're gonna contribute something to this world, whether it be through uh, your YouTube, or be it through a YouTube channel, through these posts. Maybe you can start something that will help other people. A blog, a vlog i don't know man i mean but i'm sure there is something that you can give to this world that we need you know what i mean i mean that's the once you start getting into this like machiavellianism uh machiavelli uh, sorry how do you say that word machiavelli anyway whenever you think of like machiavellianism it's kind of that idea that if we end up calling some of the populations like less less needed then all of a sudden you you start to get a better society that's where like the um uh the infanticide thing kind of comes into play and all this stuff um but you know when we think about this i mean it's it's tough to make that argument right because you know there are so many people who probably were undesirables at one point and all of a sudden now they're they're uh they're billionaires millionaires and now everybody wants to see them or you know anything like that you know what i mean um it's 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 a tough point man and i i don't wish this i i always hope that people get uh, are able to get out of this part before uh they before they spiral down you know what i mean before they end up going into a a full-on spiral and end up um at this place because that's so rock bottom is like where you start to have that turning point where you're like oh do i get better now or but this person probably has faced many rock bottoms and listen, I know that's 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 not exactly like I mean, if we're going by definition, that's not exactly correct the way that I'm using it. But there are different points where I guess rock bottom would literally be suicide. But um, I like to think of rock bottom as this as almost like a cliff, uh, a cliff in some senses. Like you drop off one cliff and then you get to another cliff, and now you're there, and you're like, okay, do I fall off or do I try and climb, claw my way back up? despite of how, how hard it will be. And then you can either decide, okay, I'm just going to fall down another one. And then you fall down another one and then you have to climb back even more. Right. Same idea of digging yourself a hole and then just standing in it. And then you just dig yourself even deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and listen, I'm not saying that society, that this person's life wasn't tough and that, um, things weren't happening, but you know, I think that, um, community would have been a good thing for this person. I, I really do think community would have been the best thing for this person, whether it be friends, family, um, and man, I, I really do think that uh, it's a shame that the commu- there wasn't a community here for this person. And if there was, then there's probably just something wrong. I'm, I'm not too sure how to answer it in, in any other way, but I really do think community is the answer to a lot of our problems, a strong sense of community in that, in that in that regard. Uh, but let's go over to the last post here. Intrusive thoughts, please go away. I made a post ranting about my intrusive thoughts the other day, and now they've come back with a vengeance or over something else this time, and I just want them to go away. Grounding calms my anxiety a bit, but does not make the intrusive thoughts go away. What do you guys recommend? So I actually, you know what's funny? I was just, um, I was about to go to sleep last night, and for some reason I remembered this kid that I bullied uh, way back when. I was I was probably in first, no, it's Oh, shit. What grade was I in? Um, Maybe I was in second or third grade. I th- oh, Man, I can't even remember what freaking grade I was in. I was in elementary school, you know, regardless. And I remember there was this kid that was around the Actually, going back to the. Um, oh, never mind. Sorry. That was a different podcast. Never mind. Anyway, um, there was this kid that was around the corner and he was trying to be friends with me. And I, I actually thought he was pretty cool. So he'd hang out with us. But then an older friend of mine kind of. I'm not. I, I'm trying not to escape the blame here because I was definitely to blame for the bullying of this kid. But he was an older kid, and he thought he was stupid. And I was like, "Oh yeah, if you thought he was stupid, then I, I guess I think he's stupid." You know that kind of stuff. And we bullied this kid mercil- mercilessly. I remember there was one time where he actually, he actually ran away from home. Um, it was it was pretty bad. And his mom, his mom worked really hard. She worked at the restaurant down the street. And dude, I remember I just, for, dude, it it like came back to me with a vengeance where I just saw this kid and I was like, Oh my God, like I bullied this guy. I, I've completely forgot about it for many years. I'm not, not saying like it never bought, like I would remember it sometimes, but I would be like, Oh, I'm a different person now, but just came in full force. I think I want to say like two nights ago where I just, I just saw him and I was like, Oh my goodness. But you know what? I, even though there's nothing I can do to really take that back. And I, I I'm not, I don't really seek forgiveness for what I did um i know i was a fucking idiot and i know that what i did was wrong and i really do hope that kid is okay you know because listen you know kids are fucking animals okay all kids are fucking animals i don't care how docile they are or anything like that you know well, okay all little boys are fucking <laughs> animals uh they're fucking animals okay they, they really are I, th- I think they said the most aggressive uh people in the world are males age two to three and if you put them all in a room they just start going after each other dude it's it's why it's crazy dude um so but you know i i definitely caused him a lot more problems than i ever really wanted to um and i, I let somebody you know dictate how i should feel about this person despite the fact that he was a really good kid you know um, and you know, it's not, it's not something I really take lightly, man. Cause I, I got bullied quite quite a bit myself when I was in high school and, uh, sometimes in middle school, especially when I had like a really big fro, like you guys see me in my, if you guys have ever seen my YouTube channel and you see my, my fro, like it was, it was about that big, but in, in middle school, dude, that it was not okay to get away with that. You were not going to get away with having a fro in, in middle school. Um, so, you know, for, for me, it dude, it just came back. But you know what I, I did I was like you know what I gotta stop reacting to this thought I, I gotta stop giving it so much power so instead I just focused on the things around the room I kind of I did the the EMDR trick where you you rapidly go left to right with your eyes and then you know even though it was still kind of there in the back of my mind like it still brings up some bad memories for me but you know I still even though I still remember it it doesn't bother me as much because I have to remember who I am today uh, not who I and I still need to remember what i did back then but i don't need it to be i don't need me to meld into that person you know what i'm saying um i don't need me to uh go back to that place in order to understand what i did was wrong i need to understand that what i did was wrong and move on to help people to to become a better person because if i just become a shittier person that i would just be betraying um that person that i bullied you know for all those years Uh, sorry for all those years i think it was only like six months or a year I i can't remember exactly right um, but eventually his family moved away and yeah i feel really bad about that one that was, that was a really bad uh bad thing that happened and i remember my sister said you know whatever goes around comes around that was actually the very first time i ever heard that saying was when the, i bullied this kid and, and she she said whatever goes around comes around And i was like what does that mean and you know lo and behold and i i kind of <laughs> she was kind of bullying me at that point too so i didn't i it didn't ring as well to me because you know i was like what you that's so that's what the fuck did you just say to me? Um but you know, I definitely I definitely see what she means now and it definitely came back to bite me in the ass. So um yeah, whenever you have an intrusive thought, try and focus on the physical side of yourself. Try and focus on the the, the trembling of your fingers, whatever whatever it is that triggers you, focus on whatever's the the physical aspects of it. Because focusing on the thought itself is not gonna help you. Believe me, it is not going to help you with anything that you're doing. Uh, It's not going to help you focus. It's not going to help you. um, It's not going to help you like, you know, see, uh, you know, you need, you need a little space from it in order for you to get some clarity on it and just put, just forcing yourself to just look at, look at it, look at it," it. It's not helping you. Uh, so definitely try and get some space for, from it, and good luck with those intrusive thoughts. So I know they're th- they're definitely scary, but once you learn how to uh, navigate them, it becomes a lot easier as you go through life. But don't forget, guys, don't uh, don't forget to check out our uh, link tree in the description box down below if you want to check out all things casual. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual@gmail.com. At but as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.